Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Wes and Walker, Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. One more hour to go. Wes jamming. Um, don't make fun of me. I'm trying to think of who sings this song. Green Day. That's right. And, I and like then Green Boulevard Day. of Broken Dreams comes off of this. That's dope, too. When I was in sixth grade, that's when a Green Day was, <laughs> was taken off. Well, not even taken off. I shouldn't say that. But that's when they had that album drop. Dookie was the second album. That was a good album. <laughs> of course, I knew Fiddy was gonna laugh. <laughs> right. I mean, it is funny. I guess it's like he said, "Dookie." <laughs> it, it, it's almost like whenever you hear the word "duties," like every time I hear "duties," uh, and, and it's it's from Friends. I laugh every time, and also I think Alan Harper laughs at "duties" and um and two and a half men. By the way, that name is taboo on the show. This morning. Dude, Walker, I hate to say it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, early. Go, go time to watch four episodes. That's some. That's a grind. But go ahead and say it, Fiddy. He's unbearable, man. Unbearable. Yes. I'm glad that you are now coming around because you said that that was one of the worst takes that I've ever had. But now that you are immersed in the experience, there is nothing more unbearable than Alan Harper. And I will give you this at the beginning of his at the beginning of the show. He's not terrible. I mean, clearly a moocher, but not terrible. And then it just gets to a point of no return. And that's what sitcoms will do with characters. They'll make, they'll lean into the stupidity for some characters. Friends did this with Joey and Phoebe. They did. They were not that stupid at the beginning. And then they're just, you know, lovable, but complete idiots by the show's end. Yeah. Maybe this isn't, maybe this is me trying to defend Alan. Candy broke him. He has not been the same post-Candy. Well, Wes knows about this show more than any of us. Definitely. This is the one. This is your comfort TV show on in the background. For sure. When you need a nice laugh track and yeah. you're not needing to pay attention to it. Or at night sometimes when there's nothing on to watch, but I'm still up. I'll definitely, because Two and a Half Men is always syndicated on something. You can most times find it on two channels. I will turn right to it. I will say one thing about that show is Jake does stay pretty hilarious the whole way through. Yeah, he was. But he talked about Candy. I mean, Lord, he should have just thanked his lucky stars that he got it because Candy was, she was an all-timer in the two-and-a-half pantheon. Well, but uh, here we are talking about <laughs> TV idiots. I mean, that Candy was the worst. Oh, she probably God, was the dumbest. yeah, yeah. I mean, could you could you date a woman that was that, that, was that uh, dumb, even if she looked that great? 100% no. There's no way. Yeah, Bull it crap. would be hard. No, that would be hard, Bull man. Crap. Okay, you say that, but if you are with someone that is is as dumb as Candy, no way. Yeah, I couldn't date her seriously either, man. The conversation, like like the episode that they had where Alan was uh, fiending for conversation so bad from somebody that was smart when he started dating uh, <laughs> yeah. Jake's teacher, and then Charlie <laughs> did him over, so he of had course. to buy uh, Candy a piece of jewelry. Because of it. But yeah, no, nah, that, that would get on your nerves. She was just beyond dumb. Life would be terrible, to be honest with you. Yeah. It I really just, would. I disagree because you would know no matter what you're talking about. 
You're the smartest person in that conversation. <laughs> you don't get that enough here. I think that's no, it. I, I think not. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, poor Fitty. You got to talk to different people. Yeah, I was about West. to say, I think that says more about Fitty that he oh, wants to yeah. always be the smartest guy in the conversation. Also, now you're calling me an idiot. No, I'm just saying that says a lot that you want to uh, have a woman that you're that much smarter than. Yeah, that says a lot about you, Fitty, I will say. And you were and you were vehemently defending that you would date Candy and that we were the dumb ones for not wanting to date someone as dumb as Candy. I mean, the West wasn't lying when she's in the pantheon yeah, of is. two and a half uh, women in the show. And also, you know, if you look at the records from historic Lancaster and historic Monroe, there aren't a lot of smart people that come out of there, so you know, I, I, I'm I'm working with a limited pool. There was an easy joke to make, but I'm not going to make, make it. Just make it. No, I'm making it. I, yeah, you're at the expense. Make the joke. I was going to say we mm. we realize that every day we work with you. Oh, yeah, that's what it was going to be. <laughs> but we love you. We're glad you're back. <laughs> We're glad you're back, Fitty. Nine eight zero also brings in another one of the points I've made a lot. Totally agree. The office did the same thing with Kevin. Yeah, Kevin was not that dumb at the beginning of the show, and then he becomes so much more dumb at the end. It, I don't love it, because then it becomes non. It doesn't become believable anymore. It's funny, but it doesn't become believable. Yeah. So I don't like it. Um, all right, here's somebody that was smart, though. Thomas Davis. He's smart because he's telling you to hang out with us at 1058, his bar and restaurant uptown. He's telling you to draft Scoot Henderson, and he's also talking about the difference between the Matt Rule regime and Frank Reich regime. I did want to touch on that before we move on to more Hornets draft talk, Wes, because it seemed like a something we've already known, but just to hear it from TD when he would talk with players in the Matt Rule regime, he was very appreciative of being around the squad at that time, but he also said that guys would get a lot more frustrated when Matt Rule was the head coach because it just wasn't an NFL system, and he's not getting any of that here. That That's, that's not any part of the rhetoric coming out from the Carolina Panthers. And I think that by itself is a fantastic sign of things to come. You got a grown up head coach. That's been a head coach above 500 coach, by the way. And Frank Reich, you've got a great staff that David Tepper really, you know, opened up the checkbook to go get because it's an advantage that he could create for this franchise. Yeah. This only points up because we've been celebrating this team all off season. Well, I think it speaks to the intelligence of the players because we've heard a lot when you talk about great players, good players, how smart they are, how they can sniff out guys who don't know what they're doing. And so when you talk about rule, the college system, I think guys figured out pretty quick that it wasn't going to work out. And so they were very annoyed that they weren't being put in the right positions by a coach that didn't appear to know what he was doing. Now they're playing under Frank Reich, Ezra Evro. They've got D'Angelo Hall out there and Josh McCown and lots of guys who played at the NFL level, but also they know football at the NFL level and just know good sound football because you don't necessarily have to have been a, a great NFL player or an NFL player to be a good coach in the league, but these are guys that just know good football and they feel like they're being put in good positions by people who know what they're talking about. So I think it speaks to the intelligence of the players as well, and that's probably why uh, some of the guys would get frustrated because they knew. They could sniff out the fact that they didn't have uh, necessarily a competent head coach. Yeah, so hopefully you can have the same success that Carolina has had with their draft class. Hopefully you can have that with the Charlotte Hornets. Actually, let's just go ahead and finish out talking about the Carolina Panthers because we can get to more Hornets draft stuff in the next segment and continue on a little more so. I wanted to go back to a Panthers segment that we didn't get to earlier in the show. This draft class, 2022, you and I both think it's still a little too early to write off everybody outside of Ikea Kwanu yeah. 
because we're not getting great reports from Amari Barno. Texters write in about him really every day when we talk about opposite edge rusher of Brian Burns. The previous draft classes are kind of interesting, too, in the Scott Fitterer era, because you can go to 2021 and there were a ton of draft picks. If you go back just through the Panthers draft history, you had J.C. Horn, Terrace Marshall. Those were your first two picks, round one, round two. You had two three third round picks in Christensen and Trimble. Chuba was the fourth. Davion Nixon, Keith Taylor, fifth round guys. Deontay Brown, Shai Smith, Thomas Fletcher, <laughs> sixth round guys, the long snapper. And then uh, Phil Hoskins, the seventh round pick. So many different draft picks there. I wonder if you feel this class is going to be different from some of the other ones. Because you've got some players there still in the 2021 class. You also had a lot more bites at the apple. You only drafted five guys in this last NFL selection process. Yet all of them are being praised do you think that we get more high impact guys from 2023 compared to 2021 given that we have a couple years under these guys belts already it's so early but i'm gonna go out on a limb right here this is what we do baby this is why we are who we are and i'm gonna say yes uh because everything you hear about these guys it's been so positive and i know in the off season when they're in shorts and jerseys you always hear the positivity but you've been hearing things about some of these guys that are a little bit different when you hear from jonathan mingo how much of a gym rat he is how how he and Bryce Young are already having great chemistry, how Mingo is going to have a big role this season. That's not something you really hear from a lot of rookie receivers early on. Chandler Savala, jury's out on him right now, but I do think that he's going to be a guy that's going to contribute. He's just had to deal with some injuries. The reviews have been rave. I could argue Jamie Robinson has been getting as rave of reviews as Bryce Young has been getting. It's just been on a wider scale because Bryce Young's the number one overall pick. But Jamie Robinson, you've heard nothing but good from him. DJ Johnson, it's been a little quiet on his front so far, but I think he's going to be a guy that you could potentially feel his impact more when the pads come on. Yeah, uh, 2021, J.C. Horn, very good player on the field. We know about the health concerns. Same thing with Terrace Marshall, a little bit more of a wild card. You just hope that the flashes he showed in the second half of last season, that that is more a consistent thing for him. Then you have Brady Christensen, Trimble, and Chuba Hubbard. Shai Smith, the only guy real down the line that could contribute, but he could be a cut considering every other wide receiver they brought into this organization. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot to ask for any draft to hit on every selection you make, but you really like everybody they went after. DJ Johnson, the most polarizing because you traded up for a guy that was slated to go maybe fourth, fifth, sixth round in a lot of mock drafts. So we'll see. Um, Going to be a lot of fun to watch these young guys, though, because it does feel like a different era here in the QC. More Charlotte Hornets conversation. I do want to get to Fiddy's favorites somehow. We also have a Fiddy flash. So there's a lot to get to. Still, stay tuned. Wesson Walker, Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Planet Kia Studios, and it is a big one. We had expletives flying about. Flounder was ganging up on Fitty. He walked out of the room frustrated. We were yeah, frustrated. Brought Fitty some food. One, it came in a box, South 21. You and I, Wes, agree that food takeout, carryout, coming in a box. Yeah, man. That looks like... That place just, is legendary. I've never yeah. eaten there. What? It, I've never eaten there, and I want to. I just never have. A, if I'm out and about and I'm thinking of a place to stop and mm-hmm. eat... I don't think to stop there for whatever reason. I want to. Though. But you and I both agree that the food arriving in a box, yes. it just looks better oh, than yeah. the plastic oh, bag. Yeah. Fiddy's going to get mad at me. I've never had South 21 Next before. Next Wednesday, we're, uh, we've been talking about having a show lunch. You're going to say that when Rhino Market is still on right. the docket. I, dude, I don't care. Rhino Market isn't as legendary as, uh, as South 21 is. That's South 21. And we're, I'm taking to the original. Where are we gonna one. eat? I mean, I eat. I if I go there and I eat it there, I'll eat. A, I'll eat a burger. No, I'm saying, where are we gonna eat? Oh, because you sit in your car. Y'all not sitting in my car. Eating. I'm just. Yeah, we can sit. <laughs> we can sit in the truck, man. Dude, <laughs> we're gonna do Catawba County Historic Lancaster. Just sit in the bed of the truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I'll be with that. That's like what we would do after high school that's football right, games. You got a truck, out. so we'll take the truck. I don't know if I trust your driving though, man, because your vision is a little. My, iffy. Is his vision iffy? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, it's, it's iffy. So he... Wait, why is your vision iffy? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's pretty you, much everyone in our family's got glycoma. Do, do you wear contacts? <laughs> no. Yeah, you don't ever see him squinting looking at the TV? He does squint yeah. a lot. You're right Big about squint, that. But yeah. then he's like, oh, no, I'm good. But it's really because of a reaction. I didn't know it was because you couldn't see. Yeah. No, it's because I can't see. Nick Wilson would call me squints. You really are. Because, yeah. like, I would look, and sometimes I do it to you. Like, when you say something, I'm like, that's, I'm oh, yeah, you that. Sp- I just start looking at you weird. Yeah. You squint all the time. He'd be like, what's wrong, squints? Um, Brian wrote in, South 21 on Independence is goaded. 980 said, South 21 is magical. NASCAR Brad said, damn, Wes, laughing, crying emojis, calling him out for his vision. <laughs> 803 said, Rhino Market every Thursday, big skinny. That's what he gets. I'm a big chicken torta what's guy. A big skinny? I don't really know. But I'm just a big chicken guy. Well, they said they have famous fried chicken at this place, South 21. So that's what I'm going to get if I go. I'm surprised you don't get the fried chicken. You love fried chicken. Yeah, if that's what you're known for, I'm getting it. And it's just very good. Yes. So we we can go South 21. We can also do Rhino Market. Wednesday, book it. Now, I buried the lead on this because the real debate that was happening in the studios, it was how you wash your body. That's what we were debating. (laughs) When you said that B at first, I was getting a little worried. Mm Mm-hmm. And Flounder was cursing Fitty out for the way that he chooses to wash his body. Yeah. His buns, his body. Yeah. All the bees getting washed over there by Josh Fitty Marlowe. Yeah, because he said he has body wash and a bar of soap, Mm -hmm. but uses the same loofah. So So just to try to explain this as best we can. I'm sorry for all the visions we're putting out there because it's it's brutal for us. But we need to get to the bottom of this pun intended. You wash your nether regions with the bar of soap, correct? This is right. I'm just trying to get this clear. Yes. Okay. 
But the rest of your body, you use body wash. Yes. And you have a loofah, which is an all-time upset, by the way. Yeah. Like UMBC 16 over a 1 upset that Fitty has a loofah. What did you think I used? Washcloth or no. your hands. Oh, no. Washcloth, too rough. I've got sensitive skin. Good Lord. What kind of washcloths are you buying? And you, do you do know they make different types. He's right? washing his body with cheese graters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then hands like, no. That's a locker room shower. That's what yeah. I call that when you do hands. Yeah. If you just go hands, then you're not really trying to bring the washcloth. I just didn't expect Fiddy to be a loofah guy. I would have gone yeah, the maybe. other two options. Yeah. But you have a loofah for your nether regions, and then the body wash. You use the same loofah for everything, right? That's yes. what you're talking about? I mean, I, I lather. This is... It's okay. As comfortable as I am talking about some things, I'm really uncomfortable right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I lather my body like at one time <laughs> with the two different soaps and clean my body. <laughs> so there's there's the fishing, guys. I, I get I get the the body wash in the loofah, and I get my my body covered in soap. <sighs> then I get the bar of soap for my nether regions, as Walker called it, and then I'm just sitting there. Like a wet Chewbacca, and I just wash it all off. Mm, that's a lot of work, though, to use a bar of soap with a loofah. I want to be clean, man. Yeah, that is. You got to wait. Yeah, that's a great question. It's that, really not because, like, you know, you just you, you take the soap, and you put it in the loofah, and you just rub it in there, like, three to five times. What, what, do you think, what do you think the bar of soap does that the body wash can't accomplish? I just... You but, just want to wash your... With something, regions, different. With, some with different. something different. I actually, I'm not going to clown you for that. You can have multiple types of soap. You only have one soap. Yes. Now, this is something that men get made fun of for a lot, but I totally subscribe to put everything in one. Give me conditioner. Give me shampoo. Give yeah, me body Yeah, see, wash. my girl was like, that's not good. I know. I know. The shampoo and conditioner being in there. So I do have separate now. Thus me prefacing it with saying most <laughs> men get clowned for that. I don't do it anymore. I used to be, because it's just so easy. You just get one bottle. If it's, you know, it's fantastic. Motor oil, yeah. toothpaste, all of it. <laughs> if you can put it in a bottle and it can account for everything, that's great. But and now times I have, have changed stuff. too now, man, because it's like... <laughs> Me and my buddy talk about how much we love buying toiletries, how excited we get, especially yeah. when you buy it's new stuff. Because I'm a guy, I oh, buy new stuff ahead. all the time. And me and another guy were standing in the soap section the other day. And there are, it used to be with guys, you had two to three maybe variations of something. Now it's almost like women, where you've got eight to 10 different old spices. Diff, like you got six to seven different of every product, and we were just standing there smelling the soaps to figure out which one you wanted. Um, the text line has honestly, I don't know oh, it's if it's lit. ever been funnier. It's I don't know if it's ever been funnier. We'll get to them in soon, but you triggered both of us in a positive way. Yes, both of us related to you. I went to Target the other day to get new body wash, get new shampoo, air high five for Fitty, who relates to me big time, yeah. and I enjoyed the hell out of smelling different scents to become a new man. Yeah. Shopping for a new soap, <laughs> shopping for a new shampoo. It's the best. It's a beautiful thing. I found some that I think I'm going to stick with too. Really? I'm a eucalyptus guy. Okay. Eucalyptus, mint. So do, Love that combo. So what'd you get? I got raw men because that's just clearly what I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's for the week right there. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> I got native, 
which is apparently Man, it's pretty good. It's pricey. Too. It's it is, but, but it is good. Uh, you know, I'll spend a little screw. That's on. what I'm saying. You got to use treat premium yourself. products. Yeah, I treated myself. What did you get at Target the other day, Fitty? Uh, I mean, like I usually get the same thing, but I I go to Target for my toiletries because I have a, a a red card, so I get five percent off. Uh, but I'm an Irish Spring yeah, guy. Yeah, you got old school Irish Springs. Yeah. Irish Spring. Now that one hits home because that is so old man. That is so. <laughs> you are. I'm sorry. It's fine. You called me dumb and old now. In the no, last I know. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay because Irish Spring. That is absolutely an old man soap. I equate that with the Speed Stick deodorant. I mm, feel like my yeah. grandpa in his bathroom had Speed Stick. Old-fashioned Old Spice. None of this Aqua Reef. Yeah. None of this Bear Claw. No, we need old-fashioned Old Spice, and we need Irish Spring in the in the shower. I go back and forth. Uh, Harry's, I love the Harry's products. I use a lot of Harry's products from post-shave cream to shaving cream. Their soap is the best. To me, their soap lathers better than mm-hmm. anybody. Uh, but then I've been getting into the new uh, Old Spice Scents that have the animals on them. That's my deodorant choice. Is old. Spice. Yeah, they have the animals Love on them. With. Love uh, the, the animals. The one with the tiger is fantastic. I just got the Mamba King. That's great. And I feel like and the one with the eagle, the eagle claw is great too. Those are three great scents. Oh yeah, love the animals on. Didn't make you like just a raw man. Just nature. Just one with nature. Yeah. Let's go to the text line. <laughs> it's amazing. Hey, the only way you could top it off once you get the toiletries is getting new uh, underwear and socks. Yeah, That's it, the best. Oh, man. It, I don't That's get that. the best. My, dude, my Mets boxers are being delivered today, and I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> Was that the first thing you added to your cart? Did you did you want to get a hoodie first, a jersey, or were you like, oh man, I need some Mets undies? Once I saw they had them, yeah, they 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 sat in the cart, and I waited for them to go back on sale before I purchased. Yeah, smart, mm. savvy, savvy yeah. shopper. Carolina Dave said, "I'm a big fan of Talk Sports Guy right now." Nine eight zero said, "Can anyone say promo of the week next week?" Seven oh four said, "Fitty's bathing sequence sounds like being t- detailed at AutoZone. Too much work." I'm I'm okay. I'm not going to complain. Working in a confined space with you, I don't think there's such thing as too much work cleaning your body. I don't have any problem with you doing that. Right no, now. you can never be too clean. Um, people are yeah. People like the eucalyptus. People like that. The mint guy. That's what I'm rolling with. It's refreshing. It almost wakes you up. It's like it's like smelling salts. When you're passed out and then yeah. somebody breaks the smelling salts, mm-hmm. Dexter style, you wake up, you're feeling refreshed. I don't know about refreshed, but you wake up. It helps me out quite a bit. Uh, yeah, that was an amazing conversation. That segment could be on WFNZ.com. Just go to the podcast page. <laughs> Click on Wesson Walker to hear Fitty's body soaping habits. 704-570-9610. I guess we could talk a little more about the Charlotte Hornets, what their plans are to do at number two overall. Mitch Kupchak did speak with the media earlier today 11 o'clock to be exact and it seems like there are conflicting look at least at the time we were trying to make sense of who was going to have final say on who chooses who at number two we saw one michael jordan's going to have final say we saw mitch kupchak said nope it's going to be his ultimate decision apparently michael jordan is going to be heavily involved He's going to be the devil's advocate. He's going to create healthy debate, but ultimately Mitch Kupchak is going to get to choose his guy. How much do you read into Michael Jordan being a part of this process when Mitch Kupchak is technically supposed to be selecting the player, 
But we all know that Michael Jordan has had a checkered past, one that we don't love, with him being involved in basketball operations. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a joint effort between the two, but I think Mitch Kupchak will ultimately make the call. But I think he and MJ will have those spirited debates. After all, regardless of the track record, MJ is still the guy that signs the checks for now. And he is still fancied as the greatest player of all time. And I think Mitch will still value his opinion to an extent uh, because Mitch has made bad picks too, not as many as MJ. But I think that uh, at the end of the day, it's going to be Mitch that makes the pick. But MJ is definitely going to factor into his thought process. Yeah. One question you've had as well is the bravado of Michael Jordan. When they were having these second interviews, you would think Scoot Henderson would be the guy that MJ gravitates more towards. You have here in the rundown, could Scoot Henderson's bravado be too much? I love it. I want the locker room leader. I don't know if you have somebody crazy vocal. Maybe LaMelo never develops that, which is totally fine. Mm -hmm. By the way, I would like that aspect. Miles Bridges was supposed to be that guy. I think you saw even ejections happen before he was arrested for felony domestic violence, now eligible to come back after the first 10 games of this season. I don't know if you're looking to him and asking him to be any kind of leader off of the court for this team or even in the locker room. I think Scoot could bring that very quickly in his NBA tenure. I do think that he could bring that. What do you think about the bravado possibly being too much? Is it just what the doctor ordered, or is that going to be off-putting to the player? Uh, in my opinion, I think it's what the doctor ordered. I think the Hornets need that no-nonsense alpha type of guy in the locker room that's not afraid to say what needs to be said, even if it ruffles some feathers, because I don't know that they have that. I've long uh, thought that this team, they they like each other so much that they're not willing to have the conversations that could uh Factor into the friendship for at least a few days because guys are upset at what somebody else said to them. And I think in sometimes in those moments where it really gets thick, you need that. And this is a kid. I think there's no nonsense. I think he's very headstrong about what he wants and what he's looking for. And I think that could rub some guys the wrong way, especially if he comes in and he uh, hits early and becomes a really, really good player especially when this is thought of as LaMelo's team. This is a guy that I think is going to come in from day one and establish himself and eventually get to a point where he's like, hey, you know, this is this is my team. Sirloin Hater does bring up a good question, too, on the text line. Do we at least know if Scoot is a loofah guy? Because if not, I'm okay taking Brandon Miller. <laughs> it's an important question. We'll get on that, and then we'll try to make our decision from there. The other thing is if Brandon Miller is the number two pick or Scoot Henderson, we can give you an example for both guys that are drafted second overall. Who do you think takes the biggest back seat? If Scoot Henderson is someone that comes in, he's going to get playing time right away. He's not going to start. Brandon Miller's not going to start. But they're going to be a part of the rotation, you would imagine. Even with people being upset, LaMelo under James Borrego wasn't starting as soon as they would like him to. He was still getting playing time. So do you think Scoot or Brandon Miller... Pushes back blank. Who are those players, in your opinion, Wes? Uh, if it's Scoot Henderson, I think it's going to push back Terry Rozier, of course. It's not going to push back LaMelo Ball. We know that. LaMelo Ball is thought of as the franchise player, but it's going to push back Terry Rozier because they're going to play the same positions and that offense when you put them out there on the court. And maybe at times you might go three small guards with Rozier, Henderson, and uh, and then LaMelo's not a small guard, but you may decide to go that route with those three, but it's not going to be often. So I think that he will be the one that would take a back seat. And then for Brandon Miller, it's interesting because if Miles is brought back into the fold and he does come back 
the player that he was when he left, then that's going to be an interesting situation. So I'm going to go with your man, P.J. Washington, I feel like, because I think that Mark Williams is indispensable in there at that center spot. Uh, and then I think that you you talk about Miles Bridges and his value to them on the court. I think it might be a little bit more than P.J. Washington, so I feel like you'd run a lineup with maybe uh, Terry, Mello, Miles, Brandon Miller, and Hend- I mean, not Henderson, but uh, Mark Williams before, uh, before that. So I think that P.J. Washington would take the biggest hit if they take Brandon Miller. I'll give you some levels to this. I think in the backcourt, if you draft Scoot Henderson, I think Terry's still going to start. He's still going to get his minutes, at least now. They might trade him. Maybe that's one way to look at this. Yeah. That's very possible. But I still think Terry's going to start right away. Cody Martin is in the territory where he's going to be affected by anybody drafted. Because Brandon Miller could play some two for them. And then you just have a big old backcourt. LaMelo at 6'7", Brandon Miller at 6'9", Miles Gordon at the 3, P.J. Miles at the 4, Mark Williams 5. That would be a monster lineup. You'd be a big basketball team. But Cody, going from 2 to 3, emergency backup point guard situation, Cody Martin's going to be affected either way. And especially coming off of an injury-riddled season, only appearing in 7 games, being hurt 50 seconds into the first game of the season... I wonder if that that being the only contract that you gave that was substantial, by the way, $8 million per year for Cody, I wonder if he's somebody that gets pushed out of the rotation early on and just how much is health going to be a factor for him, too. The other young guys, I, I look to them. Bryce McGowan's, he's going to be pushed out, I think, a little bit. James Booknight, he was already going to have to come in with a killer offseason. Now, I just don't know where the minutes are going to come from if you draft, especially Scoot Henderson. J.T. Thor. I know Steve Clifford likes J.T. Thor. If Brandon Miller comes in, Miles Bridges comes back, how many minutes are left for uh, J.T. Thor? I think those are some of the guys that I look at that could be pushed out of the rotation, and then we'll see if the Hornets try to find value via the trade market or if they just want to hold on to guys and you know see what happens from there and just have some nice depth. But I think some of the younger players that you saw minutes from last year because of all the injuries, they're not going to be seeing the floor as much. Yeah, that's a great point because for sure those guys are going to take big back seats because you're going to want to get the number two pick, all the minutes and the shots that you can get him to get him acclimated to the NBA. So I do think the role players, no question, they're going to feel it when the number two pick walks in the building, whomever is in that position group. All right, Fitty Flash. You might have gotten a view of a Fitty Flash when we were talking about his showering habits. We're going to bring you something a little bit different here. No, I'm not talking Alan Jackson. He's been working. He's got a couple of intros. One will have to make its debut tomorrow. But it's been a long-awaited intro. Time now for a new Fitty Flash. Fitty. Oh, okay. is a fitty. Mm. That reaction, I know you are giddy with excitement. <laughs> giddy fitty. Great job. What you got for us? All right. Uh, more <laughs> college basketball is coming to Charlotte this November as the He Gets Us Hall of Fame series is coming to Spectrum Center featuring a triple header of games including Charlotte versus Liberty, Virginia versus Florida, and Virginia Tech and South Carolina will all be in action on November 10th. Tickets will go on sale sometime in July, but Charles becoming the hotbed 
for non-conference neutral court uh, matchups. You got the Jordan Brand Classic that's here. You've got this series. You've got is it Iowa and Virginia Tech on that's the women's right. side? They're going to open the Great season game. here in it's Charlotte. Be awesome, yeah. I love seeing college basketball making its presence felt here in the Queen City because I'll always believe that Charlotte, at its core, is a basketball city. Yeah, I, it certainly used to be. I don't. It's funny. I've had this debate a few times where I think college football has taken over as the more popular sport over the last decade and as we've gone on. But I do want college basketball to still have a supreme part here. I do want college basketball, uh, college basketball, at least during the season and at times, to be at the forefront. Love all the events that are being hosted. Are we talking about just college basketball or just the sport overall when you say it's a basketball city? Are you saying... Any type of basketball? Yeah, yeah it's it's basketball. Yeah, I disagree with that because when you look at high school season, high school football has way more buzz around here than high school basketball for sure. But uh, it's been dope that they are going to get all these games. It's going to be excellent for the city. But yeah, the nah, Charlotte's a football city, I would say. All right, we need a, a fitty squint sound too because he just did it at that take. He didn't like it. Yeah. No. Um, all right, that's not his favorite, but we're going to find out what Fitty's favorites are. We're just going to close out with what Fiddy has to offer. It's Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say... They're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. text line you have basically two minutes to write in because we got to operate quickly i can't decide <laughs> smoke came in went on an epic rant about star wars victor Wembenyama said attack of the clones is his second favorite star wars movie it's hideous it's gross it should probably kick him out of the top 10 but that was Wimby's take smoke no, the top one walker the top we're trying to get him to charlotte one way or another Top 10, he's not going to be in Charlotte. You know? Yeah, that should drop him to number two. I don't want him if he likes Attack of the Clones. Oh, see, bull crap. But yeah, but this is this is that much of an egregious take. I'm trying to get to the text line. So we're either going to talk Star Wars movies and Wimby's take and some of the best new movies, or we're going to get to Fiddy's favorites. The category is favorite non-Mets baseball players. Text us quickly, Star Wars or Fiddy's favorites non-Mets baseball players, 704 570-9610. In the meantime, I'm going to ask Wes, what's the worst take? Brandon Miller saying Paul George was his goat or Wimby saying Attack of the Clones was his second favorite Star Wars? Man, it's hard to pick between the two, but I'm still going to go with Brandon Miller saying Paul George is his goat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think it, I think that's right. Attack of the Clones is, is it the worst Star Wars movie? Yes. It's one of them. 
I think it's probably Definitely. the worst. I think it's probably the worst. Uh, Eight oh three said people hate episodes one to uh, one through three, but <laughs> I can't. <laughs> An expletive after it's used in a funny way, but he saying people hate episodes one through three. <laughs> a lot of uncontrollable laughter today. Uh, is what's the worst take? Paul George being the goat, Attack of the Clones being up there, top three movie. Man, this is really difficult. I I, I think I'm gonna go with. Uh, with Wimby saying Attack of the Clones is his is his favorite Star Wars movie. What's the best one? The best Star Wars movie? Yeah. I, I love episode three. Revenge of the Sith is my favorite. Revenge of the Sith is very, very good. Empire Strikes Back, a lot of the artsy fartsy folks will tell you that's the best movie in the saga. I would agree. I liked Return of the Jedi a lot more than other people did. Yeah. I was a fan of it. Revenge of the Sith is great. Force Awakens really is, the, is the best of the new movies, I would say. It looks like Star Wars. Some people are just not even answering the question. They're just talking about <laughs> Star Wars. So that's fine. We'll just talk about Star Wars. Force Awakens is the best of the new three. Smoke went on an epic rant about how horrible the finale was. And I would agree with that. The finale. Yeah, was the best part trash. was just him sitting up on the hill the whole time while the battle was going on and him controlling himself from a hill. But other than that, I know I fought sleep big time. Uh, in those last two Star Wars, when I went to see them, I actually stood in the corridor so that I could maintain uh, my alertness while I was watching it. But yeah, uh, they weren't as special as the, the classic ones. So the toys that I had growing up loved Legos, had some of the classics out there. But Star Wars action figures, when Phantom Menace dropped, I already loved the first Star Wars because my dad put me on it. And then when they dropped Phantom Menace... I was all the way back in getting all of the action figures and that was what would make me a happy dude on Christmas. It was basketball cards and it was Star Wars action figures. Mm. Could not be more of a nerd boy, but this is who I am and I can't help it. <laughs> Loved it. Especially with See, Phantom Menace isn't good. I'm not going to call it a good movie. No, but his uh, lightsaber is well, dope. Well, Darth Maul is what you're saying. Yeah. Darth Maul. Yeah, Darth Maul was dope. I don't know that guy was as praised or as liked as anything about that movie people will say have people have the same take on that phantom menace not good everyone hates jar jar binks but people love darth maul darth maul was great i also like kylo ren i did too i had a t-shirt with him on it see i like kylo yeah i think he's a conflicted character he had a dope mask dope voice I, I like this lightsaber too. i like his story arc yeah. i do and fitty is trying i think it was actually i think it was the best thing out of the newest movies, I do. Kylo, uh, Kylo's character. I, I like Ray. I think Ray's cool. She's awesome. I love Kylo Ren though, and you're saying that's a bad take. Yeah, no. The best part of the new movies was BB-8, because that I loved that little droid. Well, yes, BB-8. <laughs> it has the R2D2 endearing effect. Yes, BB-8's great. I still, it still messes with my mind that he can roll everywhere with the head attached. So, but I still like <laughs> BB-8. You don't like Kylo Ren? Why? He, I never thought he commanded the room whenever he showed up and that was the thing <laughs> about like vader. a director <laughs> like 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 when vader showed up you knew that he meant business it felt like every time that he had a chance to really do some vader s type of things and just but he wasn't vader i know that was but, the whole problem like, is that he thing, was conflicted like, you want to have this dope mask and you want to have you know this 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 lightsaber that's really cool as well i want you to be in there just just be just being a guy and, and just being being the baddest guy you can be. But because he's conflicted, he didn't want to. The problem is is how they brought Palpatine back because like right, 
Because when I was sitting there watching it the first time, I'm like, are you serious? Like, we're going through this again? A lot of people with Rogue One mentions. Oh. That's that's a classic take. People loved Rogue One. It's very good. No, it's not a part of the original saga, but it's very good. Here's a great point from Brian. Did Darth Maul die too soon? Should they have brought mm. him back and yeah. had, and given him more cameos? Because he has some of the appearances. I don't actually know. He only has the one, right? Yeah. I mean, I know he's more of a character than just the one. I brought him back, too. I'm just telling you, I, I wish Darth Maul would have been more a part of it as we went on. Dale and Clover, he likes Return of the Jedi. Well, a lot of people don't like it, but don't tell Dale and Clover that. Rogue <laughs> One, we're getting a lot more love there, and uh, people are still wondering why we're not talking about sports, and instead we're talking about lathering our bodies and Star Wars. So that's what we'll end on. <laughs> and with that... Sometimes it'd be like that. <laughs> Kyle, you want, you want an image yeah, of yeah. me... You want the image of me putting soap on my body? Because that's what I was forced to talk about. Yeah, I bet you were really forced. I oh, did. No. These look like two dudes right. that would force you to talk about that. Kyle, I will be well, honest. Me and Wes, we didn't stop it. We yeah, did. we did. We, we did. I, I did. I saw a peak of the text line. We're the loofah. What's the loofah controversy? The the Oh, it's a, it's a long. Yeah, I we'll have to tell you off the mic. I don't look like mic. a loofah guy. You don't. I don't know the. If I, I would have bet that you didn't know what a loofah was. Oh no! When it comes, I'm to, with you too. That's what I, I would That's thought. why I was so surprised. I, now, be, now to be honest with you, I didn't tell my wife like explain to me what they were good for. I knew what they were. Yeah. My wife had explained to me like six, seven years ago what they were good for. You use them? Uh, I use like the ones that have the they have the rough uh, yep, yep, other yep, side and then exfoliation. The, yeah, but then I use a washcloth to to what you uh what was the name you said for the parts? <laughs> the, the nether, nether regions. regions. The nether regions. <laughs> I use a washcloth for that, but yeah. then I use the. Any road the rash on the on, on the inside. Right. You don't need all that stuff. <laughs> all right. Now, my wife said I had to use a loofah every once in a while because she was like, to put it in her words, you're so hairy you catch debris. So, I uh, yeah, she was like, you got to make sure you scrub that <laughs> stuff out of there sometimes. I'm okay. like, all right, cool. I got bush hog. <laughs> Kyle tells you more about how he washes his body. No, Coming not. up next from <laughs> 3 to 6, you're listening to Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.